Yud at the beginning of the third parak, the new Mishnah. <coughs> Continuing, uh, describing what would happen when this couple was in Yerushalayim, uh, the moment of truth has arrived. min He, that would be uh, her husband, would uh, take her mincha. Now, there's certain things that have to be done to process the korban by a kohen only. We're not at that stage yet. So he would take the contents of the uh, mincha, which is going to be brought for his wife, um, from that uh, wicker basket which it was in, and now, since it's going to be processed in the base of mikdash, and put it into a holy temple service vessel, and then places that onto her hand, so she's now holding it, there's going to be a um, waving, which is taking place, but before she waves it, meaning like up, down, back, forth, the kayen miniach es yado, the Kohen places his hand, mitach teha, underneath her, umenifa, and waves it. So you're going to have here a relatively significant size kli, the woman's holding it. Now the Kohen either has his hands, his palms touching the back of her hands, and then her hands, her palms are touching the kli. That's one understanding. Or it's a big enough kli that when we say in the Mishnah here that the Kohen places his hands underneath, what we're saying is at a lower point on the kli. In other words, there are four hands palming, so to speak, the kli to hold it up and wave it. Her two, which would be closer towards the outside of the circumference of the kli, and his two, which would be lower down, more towards the middle on the bottom of the kli. Either way, heinif, there's a waving. Higish, Higish is where, now this is the Kohen only, who takes the kli and walks up to the Mizbeach and touches it to the southwest corner of the kli. Kamatz, then there's a kamitza that's taken, uh, three fingers uh, worth the Kohen does this. And then Vehiktir, and I squiggle underline Vehiktir, and Vehiktir usually means, and then it is uh, offered. The uh, kamitza is burnt up on the top of the Mizbeach. Vehashar nechalakayhanim, like all korbanois mincha, when there is a kamitza taken, what's left over after the kamitza is burned would be permissible to be eaten, in this case, by the kohanim. Kama. What comes first? Her drinking the water or the processing of the carbon mincha? That's a machlokas. Haya, mashka, underline the word mashka, she would drink the water. The and afterwards, makriv, underline the word makriv, as minchasa. And then she would offer her mincha. Rib Shimon, who we boxed, oimer, it's the other way. Makriv es minchasa, underline the word makriv. First, they would go through the process of offering her korban mincha, and only acharach. Afterwards, haya mashka, would she drink the water? Shenemar, like the Pasuk says, and we're going to deal extensively with analyzing these psukim. This is Pasuk chavav, it says va'achar, and afterwards, it described the mincha, and it said, and after, yashka esaisha samayim. The water woman is given the water to drink. Now, Rab Shimon would agree, though, that if the order was reversed, im hishka, she drank the water first, and then her carbon mincha was processed, that would be kshera. Okay, says the Gemara, Amrlei Rebbe Lazar, didare. Now, there's a, another famous Rebbe Yoshia who was a generation earlier, and therefore the Gemara here says that Rebbe Lazar said to the Rebbe Yoshia of his generation, not to get confused with the Rebbe Yoshia who... 
uh, was a generation earlier. Either way, the, the reason that that's so important here is because the way he's speaking to him is the way you would speak to a colleague, not to someone who is uh, one's elder. He says to him like this, what does Rebbe Lezer say? Uh, don't you go sitting down on your feet until you give me the explanation of the following issue. What's the issue? Where do we know that the minchasota that's being processed, one of the things that has to be done is this waving. Where do we know that from? Now the Gemara says, one second. Minalan, where do we know it from? Look inside the psukim. In Pasuk Hey, what does it say? Vehenif. That's one word quote from the Pasuk Ksipa. It says that they wave it. So what's the question? How do you know you wave it? Read about it in the Chomish. No, the question here is not so much how do you know you wave it. How do you know Bebailim Minalan? That the person, in this case the woman, it's being brought for her. She's the Bailim. She's, so to speak, the owner. We know the Kohen waves it, but how do you know that she waves it also? Oh, Asya, that we learn in Shava, Yad Yad, from what it says by a regular Korban Shlamim. Ksiv Hachlet says over here by the Sota woman, it uses the word Yad. It says, Velaka Hakayin Miyad. I squiggle underline the word Miyad, Haisha. And the priest takes it from the hand of the woman. Now it also says, Uksiv Hasam, it says by a regular Karban Shlamim, uh, I squiggle underline this word, Yadav, Yadav Teviena. The one who's bringing the Karban Shlamim. His hand should bring it. Okay, now there's one thing that's clear over here by the Sota case, and there's one thing that's clear by the Shlomo. We're going to apply each one to the other. Colon, Makan, just like by Sota, it clearly is a Kohen. The Pasuk said, the Kohen takes it, Miata Isha. Aflahal and Sotu by Korban Shlom, and we're going to say the Kohen is also there in the waving whatever is waved by the Korban Shlom. Just like by a Korban Shlomim, it's Bebailim, because it said in the Pasuk, his hands, means like the, the Baal of the Shlomim is the one who uh, brings it. Af Khan, so to over here, by Sota, Bebailim. Okay, so by both of them, who does the waving? The Kohen does, and the owner does. Now, normally you'd assume it means one person. So Haket said, well, then who does it? Well, they both do it. Meniach Yadoi, the Kohen places his hands. Tachas yedei bailim. Again, either the Kohen's palms are touching the back of the hands of the bailim who's touching, who's holding onto, using their palms, the kli, or tachas means in a lower point on the kli and their hands are not actually touching each other. Either way, that's how it's done. Umeinif, and then itnuf is done. The Mishnah said, Heinif, vehigish, kamatz, vehiktir. Okay, so it seems like the whole mincha is processed. And then the Mishnah continued and said, uh, Then he gives her to drink, and then they're makr of the mincha. What do you mean, then they're makr of the mincha? We, we had the mincha already being makr. Like, what's the order, bottom line? When is the mincha processed in relationship to when is she drinking the water? Now, the way the Mishnah said it, ha-akrava. What do you mean, then we offer the mincha? We had the mincha offered like a line earlier. So, haki kamra, this is the way to understand the Mishnah. Colon. The Mishnah starts like this. It should be understood, Seder Menachos Ketzad. Just focusing on the Mincha, not whatever is done before or after, but what's the order when you're dealing with her Mincha? Oh, that is, Heinif Vehigish Kamatz Vehikter Vesharna Chalakoyhanim. There's a waving, there's a drawing close, you bring it and touch it to the Mizbeach, you then do the Kamitza, then there's a burning, and the rest is eaten by the Kohanim. Kama. And now, as far as the, not Order, but ubahashka gufa, as far as the drinking of the sota water, 
when that is done, is it done before the whole uh, process of the mincha or after pligi ribshim verabanan machlokas between those two opinions from our Mishnah that we started with colon rabbanan I underline savri mashka first she drinks the water the and then the whole mincha process takes place and then if she's guilty she'll explode or whatever it means that the water will have an effect and if not not. Whereas Reb Shimon, and Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon Savar, he holds first makrives minchasi, do the whole process of her mincha, and then va'acharkach mashka, she drinks shene emar, like the pasuk says, va'achar yishke, or va'achar yashke, and afterwards she drinks. And we're going to see on Amud Beis. There's a big machlokas as how to understand from Sukkim chaf gimel through chaf vav as far as the order. And uh, that's what we'll do right now. We quote from the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Even though Reb Shimon had said, first the mincha is offered, and then she drinks, if she does it in the opposite order, drinks first, and then offers the mincha, that's also valid. Here we're going to see. Now, I would highly recommend a, uh open uh, chumish, specifically focused on Psukim Chaf Gimel, Chaf Dalid, Chaf Hey, Chaf Vav, and Chaf Zion in, uh, of course, Bamidbar chapter 5. So Bamidbar chapter 5, verses 23 to 27. Uh, if you read through in the Psukim, uh, there's quite a repetition of her drinking the water in Puzzle Chaf Dalid. It says, uh, let's go, even go back one. So if you're looking inside the Chumish, it says in Pasuk Chav Gimel that the Megillah is written out and then it's raised into the water. In Pasuk Chav Dalid, it says, Vehishka. Sounds like she is given the water to drink. Then in Pasuk Chav Hey, it talks about the uh, Tanufa waving the Mincha and offering the Mincha. That's now the Hikriv there is talking about the Hagasha. That would be the taking the Kli that has the Mincha material in it. Cohen goes and touches it up to the corner of the Mizbeach. And then in Pasuk Chavav, it says, V'kamas, there's a Kamitza and a Hiktir. And then again, apparently, it says, V'achar, and afterwards, Yashka, Seisha, Samayim, she drinks the water. And then again, in the next Pasuk, in Pasuk Chavzayin, it says, V'hishka, Samayim, uh, and she drinks the water. So three times it says, V'hishka, Chavdalid, Chavav, and Chavzayin. How do you understand those three hishkas? Like, what, what is each one describing? So here we're going to now see Tan Rabbanan, a brysa, goes about eight lines. Machlokas between Rabbi Kiv and Rabbi Shimon is how to understand what each one of those hishkas is telling us. Here's the first opinion, which is going to be in Rabbi Kiva. In Pasuk Haftal, it says, Vehishka, and she should drink the water. Now, Ma what do you do with that one? What's that hishka coming to tell us? Falaik Farnamar, it already told us, and I wrote the Psukim above each one of these vehishkas. It already said, it already said, if you look at the whole parsha in Pasuk Chaf Zion, in verse 27, it says, Vehishka. So we already know that she's drinking the water. So what's the Pasuk Chaf Dalid one coming to tell us? Well, Shimnimchacha Megillah. Let's say the Megillah was scraped off in a race, which is what it mentioned in Pasuk, the Pasuk before in verse 23. And now in 24, and then she says, uh, you know what? I'm not going to drink. Now, it's very important. Rashi says a number of times. If she admits that she slept with that guy and she's guilty, at no stage should we make her drink the water. Ever. It's more where she's saying, well, I'm not admitting anything, but I'm not going to drink. That's where we will then say, lady, sorry, we've gone too far in this process. You have to drink. We'll essentially force her, whether she likes it or not, to have to drink the water. Divre, that is according to Rabbi Akiva, box Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Shimon, who's also box, he's the other Tana here. Rabbi Shimon, Oimer, uh, 
Va'achar yashke. That's in Pasuk 26. That's the middle uh, term where it says Va'achar yashke se'isha. In Pasuk uh, 26, it says Va'achar uh, yashke. What do you do with that one? Now, that's what it already told us. Now, where's the already? In Pasuk 27, when it says, Vehishka. So, just to point out again, Rabbi Kiva is taking the given as Pasuk 27 and wants to know what do you do with 24. Rabbi Shimon is also taking the given as 27, but he wants to know what do you do with the Hishka, the Achar Yashka in verse 26. In other words, he's not really arguing with Rabbi Akiva. Each one is darshaning it. One, Rabbi Kiva is darshaning from the Vehishka and Pasuk 24, Rib Shimon from the Hishka and Pasuk 26. Both of them basically hold, though, that the Mincha is offered first, and then she drinks the water. Like, the last thing she does is drinks the water before she either is innocent or guilty and sort of explodes. Rib Shimon, anyway. Rib Shimon says, when the Pasuk says in Pasuk Chafa, Vachar Yashka, Matam Aloymar, Valak Farnemar, we already have in Pasuk 27, Vehishka. Ella, what is telling you is, Laachar Kol Maisim that after all the things that were mentioned earlier are done. Magid, what it comes to tell you is that there are gimeldvarim, three things, ma'akvinba, that hold back. In other words, three things that have to be done before there would be effectiveness to the drinking of the water. Number one, the kamitza of the mincha that she's brought has to have been offered. Number two, and the Letters of the few psukim have to be totally scraped off and erased into the water. And number three, Vajle Tikabla Lashvua, she also has to accept upon herself the uh, ult and the curse. Those three things. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Let's go over those three things now in the Gemara. The first was Ajle Karavha Kaimates. That what's essential to happen before she drinks the water and is effective, it has to be that the Kamitsa is offered. Well, this was being taught within Rabbi Shimon's opinion, and that would be Rabbi Shimon Litame going according to reasoning. We have heard him say elsewhere. Da Amar, he's one of the ones who's of the opinion that as far as what order you do it in, he said, Makrives Minchasa, first her mincha is offered, Mashka, and then she drinks the water, which would make sense that she wouldn't drink the water until the mincha was offered. Number two that we had set up above, uh, we quote this, right angles, four words, Ad Shaloi Nimcha Megillah. Now, uh, she can't uh, drink the water until the Megillah is erased. Well, uh, of course, the erased um, letters into the water is what gives the water the power to work. Of course, she's not drinking the water before that. So the Gemara asks, almost incredulously, Ella, my mashkala, like what else is she going to drink? Of course, that's the case. Amravashi, Survashi explains, lo, that's not exactly how we have to understand the case. Rather, Nitzchad's needed in a situation where they scraped off the letters into the water, but there's still actually a little bit of, of form of the letters. They didn't like scrape it off well. There's still a little bit of, of blackness of the letters on the parchment, that you have to go back and scrape off all of it into the water, period. The third thing that we said uh, has to be before the waters are effective, actually to Kabbalah Shvua. Okay, so she's not going to be drinking the water until she accepts upon herself the oath and the curse that, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with it, I agree, amen, amen, mishtahu delay shasya. Okay, so it sounds like, what does she not do until she accepts the shvua upon herself? Drink the water. At the same time, though, ha, michtav kasvi law. It does sound like the parsha will be written out before she accepts the shvua upon herself. Really? 
Rava, but didn't Rava say Megillah Saita? If you have the um, verses uh, that have to be written out on the parchment before they're scraped off, that was done before she accepted the Shua upon herself, then it's, it's like a big nothing. She can't, it can't be written out before she accepts that upon herself. Oh, so the Gemara explains, actually, Kedi Nasva. Kedi literally means, Rashi says, Shalom uh, you know what, that one didn't actually have to be on the list. Because the truth is that even if it was written out, it shouldn't have been written. And the truth is that really it should only be a list then, I guess, of two things. Semicolon. The Gemara now asks, but my kamifligi. The reason I put a semicolon is because we're not going back so much on the uh, price that we just had, which is a machlok shabikivin rabbi but more on the mishnah that we had at the beginning of the parak, which is the rabbanim versus rabbi shimon. What essentially is the machlokas? How how do they each darshan the psukim as to whether first she drinks and then the mincha is offered, or first the mincha is offered and then she drinks the water? Well, tlasa kraiksivi. As we mentioned already, there are three times that the Pasuk uses the, the, the term and he should, the Kohen should administer her for drinking the water. Number one, Vehishka Kama, that's the first one in Pasuk Chaf Dalid. And then Va'achar Yashka, that's the second time, that's in Pasuk Chaf Vav. And then again it says Vehishka, give her a drink, that's in Pasuk Chaf Zayin, Basra, the last one. How does the Rabbanan and how does Rab Shimon Darshan this, colon, Rabbanan, and I boxed the Rabbanan. Five lines later, in the middle of the line is Rabbi Shimon, I boxed Rabbi Shimon. So let's see the way each Tana learns these three Vehishka terms. Rabbanan Savri, they hold that the Vehishka, I call that number one, that's the one in Pasachavdal, the first one, Kama, is Legufoy. That is the one that's the important one, it's telling you that she should do that, and that's the order, and that's why the Rabbanan holds Shemashka, that she drinks the water first, and only afterwards is her mincha offered, because that's what's mentioned after Pasuk Chaf Dalid in Pasuk Chaf He and Chaf Vav. When it says at the end of Pasuk Chaf Vav, that's number two, that's come to tell us the Chiddush of Shirli Rishumoy Nikr, that if the letters were erased off into the water, but there's still a little bit of blackness left on the parchment, that no, you have to go back and scrape that off as well, otherwise the uh, water will not be effective. Kama. And the third Vehishka Basra, the one in Pasuk 27, that's to come to tell us, Nimcha Megillah, let's say the letters were scraped off into the water, and then she refuses to drink. Now, she's not saying that she's guilty. If she says she's guilty, she doesn't have to drink. But she's refusing to drink the water, not admitting her guilt at the same time. Uh, too late, lady. You're already too far into it. We basically force her to drink the water. Kama. That was all the Rabbanan's way of looking at those three psukim. The Rebbe Shimon, I boxed Rebbe Shimon, Rebbe Shimon Savar, Rebbe Shimon says that the the Hishka term that's important is actually the second one, the one that's in Pasuk Chaf Vav. Va'achar Yashke, that's Legufay. Now, what was said before the end of Pasuk Chaf Vav? Well, that's Sukkim 25 in the beginning of 26, which was the offering of Remincha. And that's why Rabbi Shimon holds that the order it's done is, is first, and I dot underline these five words, Shemakrives Minchasa, her Mincha's offered, the whole process of offering the Mincha, the afterwards, then she drinks the water. What about the Vehishka, which is, this is now the first one in Pasuk Chaf Dalid. What's that one there for? Well, that one's there for to tell you that, like, 
if after the fact you did it in the opposite order and had her drink first and then offer the mincha, all right, it'll still work. She'im hishka, minchasa, it would be, ksheva, that would be valid. It's not the ideal order, but it still works. Kama, the hishka basra, number three, the one, the hishka in Pasuk 27, that's coming to tell us, she'im nimcha megillah, let's say the parchment, the letters were scraped off into the water, and then va'amra, she says, any shaisa, uh, are you admitting your guilt? I'm not saying anything. I'm just not going to drink. Well, too late, lady. You shouldn't have let it get this far. And therefore, we will force her to drink the water. Basically, force her mouth open and pour the water down her throat. Kama. Okay, that's what Rabbi Shimon learns the Pesukim. Verabanan. Hmm. Why the Rabbanan not like to learn the Pesukim the way Rabbi Shimon does? Because it's very... Unusual, they say. They're looking at the Rabbi Shimon approach and saying the first time the Pasuk mentions the word Vehishka, that's coming to tell you the case of Bidiyeved? It doesn't seem to the Rabbanan that that would make as much sense as the first time it tells you Vehishka is the Lechatrila situation, only afterwards might be some other Bidiyeved. So the Rabbanan would say Bidiyavad, like Rabbi Shimon's use of Pasuk number one to be the Bidiyeved, Lo Pasuk Kra is a highly unusual way. Basically, the Pasuk wouldn't start out with the Vehishka term that was telling you the Bidiyavid case. Okay, the Gemara now asks, it seems like according to Rabbi Akiva as well, we will force her to drink the water. Really? V'sav Rabbi Akiva mashkin bal karcha against her will, question mark, comma, connector, v'hatanya, but we have a Brysa that takes us down to the second wide line, and it says as follows, and we'll see uh, Rabbi Akiva's opinion in the Brysa. Says the Brysa, Rabbi Yudha Aymer, Kalbus shall bar. So we've mentioned a few times we'll force her to drink. How do you force her to drink? Well, you basically put some sort of like uh, metal sort of uh, stick or a crescent in her mouth and like force her mouth open and then force her, her throat to open and force her to drink. It's not nice, but she took it this far. Kalbushel Barzel, an iron sort of form. Matil and Sekpia, they would put in her mouth. Sheim Nimcha Megillah, if the letters of Hashem and the Megillah Soto is already erased off into the water of Amra. And then she's saying, Aini Shaisa, I don't want to drink, or I'm not going to drink. Uh, sorry, lady. Again, I'll say it for the third or fourth time. If she admits that she was guilty, the whole process stops. At any stage, it stops. But here she's not admitting her guilt at the same time she, she, she doesn't want to drink. We will essentially force her to drink. Amar Rabbi Akiva. Now, this is the reason we brought this, Bryce, in. I boxed Rabbi Akiva's name. Rabbi Akiva says, uh, well, one second here. Why would we force her? Like, the whole reason that we're doing this is to see, is she, like, really innocent or guilty? Like, did she have the adulterous affair with that guy or not? The fact that she is refusing to drink is essentially her saying that she's guilty. Why in the world would she refuse to drink if she was innocent? And therefore, she's basically admitting her guilt. Ella, rather, the definitive time here is actually Karav HaKoymetz, I squeal in Karav HaKoymetz. Was the Koymetz of the Mincha that she brought uh, um, 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 offered or not? If it's before Yechol she can back out. Misha Karav HaKoymetz, but once it's offered, Eine Yechol she cannot back out. Now, even within this price, it's very difficult to understand what exactly Rabbi Kiva is saying. We're going to focus on that right now. The Gemara says, wait, before we even get into the bigger picture, within Rabbi Akiva, in this Tanakh source that we just finished, Tikshilach, you can ask the following. Higufa. On the one hand, here's a quote from the Bryce, six words. Mishakarva kaimets boy. Once the kaimets is offered, she can't pack out anymore. And on the other hand, we had said, and here's another three-word quote from the 
Right? So, like the line right before, Oh no, the fact that she's refusing, uh, she's admitting her guilt, and she doesn't go any more uh, further in the process. So what's going on with Rabbi Akiva? Well, here's what's going on. It depends. What is her attitude? What is she projecting when she's saying she's not going to drink? Loikasha. Hadika hadrabamachmas resisa. Hadika hadrabamachmas briusa. Is she saying she doesn't want to drink? And she's terrified. And she's, resisa literally means like trembling. Scared. Or is she saying she doesn't want to drink? Machmas briusa. I'm not going to drink. Now, this is the way to understand it. Colon. Kol machmas briusa, underline machmas briusa. When she's bari, solid, secure, and saying that she's not going to drink, klal, klal, loy, shasya. She does not drink at all. The reason being because we can pretty much assume, this is within Rabbi Kiva's understanding, that she is guilty. That's why she's not drinking, because we'll assume that she had the affair. Whereas Machmas Resisa, and Machmas Resisa, if she's because of trembling, meaning she's like fearful, you could see she's really scared, then it depends. Colon. A. Adshalai Karva Kaimes, if the Kaimes has not yet been offered, Dakatilai Imchak Megillah, because according to Rabbi Kiva, if the Kaimes hasn't been offered, well, then the Psukim with the name of the Lord have not been erased off into the water either. Inami. Or, this would be the B case. Imchaik Megillah, the letters have been erased off. Which the Kohanim really shouldn't have erased the letters off into the water before the Mincha was, but they did. Matzi Hadraba. There, she can back out. However, comma, case C, Mishekarav HaKoymates, once the Koymates was offered, Debe Din Avad Kohanim Demachi, where the Kohanim erased the words of the Megillah into the water properly, at that point, Loimatsi Hadrabashi is not able to back out. Says the Gemara, we seem to have a steer though still within Rabbi Akiva here and Rabbi Akiva at the top of the page. Kasha, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva. Hasam at the top of Yud Tesamud Beis, the top of the previous Amud, Amar, Rabbi Akiva seemed to say that the point in time which would hold back her uh, ability to have the water work is Mechika, is the erasing of the uh, psukim into the water. So Hasamamar Mechika Ma'akva. Vahacha, the Rabbi Kiva that we just finished analyzing at the bottom of Yotesamid Beis, he says it's the Kaimates that's Ma'akev, it's the offering of the Kaimates of the Korban Mincha. So which way is it? What does Rabbi Kiva hold? Which is the Ma'akev? Well, actually, Trey Tanoi, Valdivid Rabbi Kiva, it's a later generation, Machlokas Tanoim. Both opinions, though, saying that what they were saying was within Rabbi Kiva. So when we have Rabbi Kiva boxed on the fourth line, and we have Rabbi Akiva boxed about seven lines from the bottom, those are two different snake opinions within Rabbi Akiva. Ibailu, the Gemara asks a question. How about this? Amra, let's say she says at the late stage, Aini Shaisa, I'm not drinking the water. Machas Biusin, she seems pretty confident, I ain't drinking it. Now, according to Rabbi Akiva, we'll say that's because she knows that she's guilty. But let's say she turns around, I don't know, five minutes later, Vechazram, and says, you know what? I changed my mind. Shaisani, I am going to drink the water. Let me drink it. Mahu, how do we look at that? A, Odilma B. A, Kevanda Amra, since she said, Aini Shaisa, initially, I'm not going to drink. Well, according to Rabbi Kiva, when she says that, and she's pretty confident, that's tantamount to her admitting her guilt. Tamea Ani Kamra, she's saying, no, well, well, actually, I shouldn't say it in these words, but she's saying, yes, that guy did have 
uh, intercourse with me in the Yichud, and I'm not going to drink the water. The Kevan de Ichsik Nafsha Betuma, since she has then established through her own words by refusing to drink the water that she is guilty, Loi she cannot back out from that original statement because she basically gave herself a Chaskas Tuma too late. Do we say that? Kama Odilma, Iskudlan on the Odilma, Odilma B. Or maybe we look at it this way. Kevan de Amra, Shaisani. One second. She's telling us she wants to drink now. Now, true, she told us like two minutes ago she didn't want to, but now she's telling us she's going to go ahead and drink it. Galia Daita. It's like a clear revelation. Demach must be Asusa Hudamra. That originally when she insisted that she wasn't going to drink the water, that's because she was scared. But now she's saying she wants to drink it. So do we let her go ahead and drink it or not? Teku, the issue remains unresolved. Amaravu de Shmuel. One little last point before we conclude the shear. Tzarech sheyitain mar letochamayim. You actually have to put another ingredient into the water, a type of uh, bitterness, some sort of bitter ingredient into the water before you actually erase the Megillah into it. My taima, what's the reason? The reason is because even before the letters of the psukim, which have the Shem Hashem in it, are erased off into the water, it refers to it to Amar Kra. It refers to the water, not as just water, but it refers to it as the Mehamarim, which understood by us now is to mean marim kvar. They're already bitter. In other words, it must have been some other ingredient that was added to the water before the letters of the Megillah Saita are scraped off and erased off into the water. Adkan.